the details if you want those. So I thought that might be uh, helpful for you to know. Um, how's the shopping going? How's the Christmas shopping going with one week to go? It's not easy, is it? Uh, buying presents isn't easy. You've got so many questions to ask yourself. Uh, what would they like? What do they need? People tell me that I'm a very difficult person to buy presents for because I'm so contented. Uh, but don't let that put you off. Uh, try. Um, other question, though, how much are you prepared to pay? How much do you care? If you're not that bothered, maybe a, a bulk order of uh, Quality Street or Celebrations or Thorntons will be enough. That's the least trouble. But it isn't just buying the presents. When we get to the big day, and you're opening them, and that can be a bit tricky as well. Um, especially if uh, other people are there when you're opening them. You've got to be careful. The important thing when you're opening your presents is to look pleased. Um, people are watching you. And then when you open the presents, you find out that the, the struggles that you had buying presents for them, they had the same trouble buying presents for you. So you open the present and you ask yourself, what can I do with that? As I get soap on a rope or something like that. Or in the days when I used to have a beard, a couple of times people bought me aftershave. Um, but occasionally you get a present which is truly wonderful. It even looks wonderful before you unwrap it. When you, uh, when you unwrap it, it really is wonderful. You tear open the paper and you're so excited as you, as you tear off the paper and it's just what you needed. It's just what you wanted. And even better if it's something you could never have afforded to buy for yourself. I'd like to talk to you very briefly for a minute now about a gift just like that. The most wonderful gift of all, because Christmas is about the best gift of all. Imagine opening the gift that God gives us. It sounds like there's something moving inside. Uh, there's something alive. And then you open it up and the special gift from God is a baby boy. Don't know how you feel about that. Now, some of you ladies, if it's a baby boy, you, you'll, be, you'll be over the moon, won't you? You know, ladies and babies just go all, all gooey, don't they, and sentimental and everything else. But I'm not sure what, what some of the lads will think about it if all they got for Christmas was a baby boy. But, you know, that baby is the best gift we could ever receive. First, because it's the most needed gift. Now, I've got to be careful because I don't want to sound too gloomy uh, at a time like this when there's so much rejoicing. But how can I put it this way? Christmases come and go. For some of us nowadays, Christmases seem to come and go remarkably quickly, remarkably often. And we don't think much about eternity. You know, when you're doing Christmas shopping, when you get the Christmas dinner ready, you're not thinking about eternity, are you? But the fact is, 
that there will come a Christmas when I won't be here anymore. There will come a Christmas when we won't be here anymore. Be gone. And what then? Then there's God's judgment. None of us are perfect. Even people stand up at the front here and look very respectable. None of us are perfect. We aren't, are we? We we know that. But one day, God will be judging people's imperfections. And we all sin. We'll have to face God's judgment and suffer the consequences. And God will be fully entitled to let us suffer the consequences, to leave us to it. But instead, he sent us that baby. Who is that baby? He's Jesus, as we're reminded by the angels. And actually, in, in, the, in the children's video, we were reminded by one angel waving around a star very dangerously, uh, remind us that Jesus is the saviour of the world. Jesus is a saviour who is Christ the Lord. He's a saviour because Jesus came into the world to save us. He came to take our place, to step into our shoes. He came to die. You know, when you, when you see a, a young child, you think of these, these children here today, and you've got your hopes for them, what will happen to them, what they make of their lives. But Jesus was unique in that he came with the set purpose of dying. He came to die for us. When he grew up, he allowed sinful people to nail him to a cross where he endured the punishment that we should have suffered. Jesus came to save us by dying in our place. Not only was it the most needed gift, it was the most costly gift. What did it cost? Well, look again at that baby. That's God's son. And even though he's God's son, he is completely helpless in that manger. Babies can be nice to look at, but you wouldn't want to be one again. It's a bit limiting. You can't walk, you can't talk, you can't feed yourself. You're totally helpless. Everything has to be done for you. You can't even play games on your phone. When you have a need, all you can do is cry and hope your parents get the message and take the appropriate action. But that's how much it cost Jesus, the Son of God, when he limited himself into the body of a tiny baby. We find it limiting enough. Imagine if it was God. You're God. You, 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 you create universes and things. And suddenly you're in a little baby's body and you can do nothing except be cared for. But Jesus, the Son of God, became a tiny, helpless baby for us. And then look at him years later, now a grown man, dying in agony on a cross. That's how much it costs. That's how much, how much it costs Jesus to come into the world. That's how much it cost God the Father to send his son, as that well-known verse in the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. 
And before I finish, this morning, we all have a choice. What will we do, what will you do today about the most wonderful gift of all? When someone gives you a present, you have a choice, don't you? Are you going to open it or not? Well, that's a bit of a no-brainer, isn't it? Of course you're going to open it. You're looking forward to opening it. But maybe you know what it's like, what it feels like, if you sacrifice a lot of time, energy, money, to give someone something really nice, but then they just put it to one side and ignore it and do nothing with it. It costs you so much because you wanted to give them the best. And they ignored it. Perhaps that's a bit like how God feels. After all is done, all that Jesus has suffered, and then most people totally ignore God's gift, the gift that costs the most, the best gift of all. A bit like a Christmas present, Christmas is over, And on the shelf there's still one present. The wrapping looks fantastic, but no one's ever bothered to open it. If only they did do, inside was something wonderful, but they missed it. All that Jesus sacrificed and suffered, wasted, if we don't receive what he died to give us. We might think it's okay to sing about it. It's been great to sing this morning, hasn't it? but not to actually receive Jesus for ourselves. But before we start to feel feel sorry for God, because we've ignored his gift, actually it isn't him who's the loser, it's us. We could, we could have been forgiven for everything. We could have been given hope, peace, purpose in this troubled world. We could have experienced God's love for us now and forever, even after this life. But we choose to ignore it. Why? Instead, we choose an eternity cut off from God's love, facing his condemnation forever. If you haven't already received this wonderful gift, why not come to Jesus today? If you ask any of us here, we'll be delighted to tell you more about how to receive God's forgiveness for yourself and make a new start following Jesus. And if you're already a Christian, as a lot of us here are, this Christmas, let's just think again, remember again, what it cost God to save you. I'm very thankful. Amen.